You are down with Yo, Dave. What up? Drop the beat. We like it old school. Tuesday night. What you listening to? The brothers from the 818. California. What's up, Dave? What's up, Caleb? Real and relevant conversation. No script. We invite you into our conversation. What's going on, people? You are down with the brothers from the 818. Well, what's going on, people? It is Tuesday night. Guess what? I got that right this time. It's actually Tuesday, man. What's going on, everybody? You are live back in control with the brothers from the 818. My name is Dave. As you know, I'm here kicking it with my main man, Caleb. Caleb, what's going on with you? Hey, man. I am just loving life right now. I uh, see you today is your Dodger blue, man. What's up with that? Right. Check that out. Check that right. out. Um, I'm loving life, man. Uh, last week, my Lakers, they won the championship. Tonight, my Los Angeles Dodgers, they win the championship. They bring, the, they bring it back after 32 years, man. It's incredible. Lakers are cha- world champions. Los Angeles Dodgers are world champions. Um, I just can't tell you how excited I am about that happening in the city, man. The city has, uh, the city that I love so much, man. For us to do that is incredible, and the only thing that would be um, more so would have been would be for you know one of the LA teams, football teams, to win one too. Right. And uh, I, the Rams is looking pretty good. Y'all know I don't rep no Rams. You know my team is the 49ers. In fact, the fact that my 49ers was in the Super Bowl this year is even more so incredible. So you know um, I'm on I'm on cloud nine, man. I'm I'm really I'm really having a ball. Um, let's do this check man. What's going on with you? Man, let me just t- say this. Congratulations. Um, you know, honestly, I'm just not that much of a baseball fan to have a dog in the fight, but if I'm a vote for a team, if I'm a root for a team, it's going to be the Dodgers. So I am happy that they won. Um, I'm happy that the series stretched out a little bit. I see you representing USC, uh, fight on. I see you representing USC with them colors. That's what's up. <laughs> so congratulations, man. I'm, I'm actually pleased that, you know, we had a football team. You want to talk about 2020? We had a football team in the Super Bowl. Um, the uh, Lakers won in, in, in supreme fashion. The Dodgers have won. All we need is the, the, the Kings to step right. up. And it's a wrap, you know, right. Just, uh, you know, we'll have horrible draft picks, but, you know, we'll at least uh, be the champs. So Callie's getting it in, man. Callie is getting it in. Congratulations to you, every other Dodger fan out there. And of course, the Dodger organization. Um, uh, it was a good series. I, I did check out a little bit of it. And, uh, you know, they knocked it out. 32 years is a long time yeah. to, uh, to bring a championship back. And what I will say, and everybody knows it, LA fans are faithful to a fault, man. They just, you know, they they ain't never dying. They ain't never letting it go. This is our year to win. And this is this was our year. So congratulations. Hey, I got one thing to add, man. <laughs> this is I'm cracking myself up thinking about it, right? That 32, right? Dodgers last won their won their last world championship, right? They were last champs when I graduated high school 32 years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. 1988. They the A's, right? <laughs> right. 88. 88. They played the A's. I remember that. I was up in, in the Bay. I had graduated high school. So I don't think I was in Summer Bridge or something up in the Bay. And everybody was rooting for uh for the A's. And I was like, no, nah, Dodgers going to do it. Dodgers going to do it. So, uh, yeah, man. Wow. 32 years. 32 years. A long, long time. time, man. I've been knowing you and... And, and at that time, we hadn't been friends that long. It had been, we were like normal best friends, like three, four years, five years or something like that. So now, you know, hell, we, we whoo. Anyway, um, congratulations, man, on the real. So, Thank you, brother. Hey, there will be no haterade, hateration or danceration in this house, in this dancery, whatever it's called, however you say the statement. I, I'm truly happy that the Dodgers won that one. So y'all man. Dig it, man. <laughs> Hey, man, if you want to get your groove on real quick, I will I will give you a moment of silence so you can. I can't go too far because I want to stay in camera, man. So I'm just going to stay right here. 
that's enough for that. So <laughs> get the shimmy, get the shimmy. So um, a couple things, man, I just got to check in. Um, uh, you know, I live in the OC. Uh, so today is what, uh, Tuesday. So yesterday morning, I'm out the house, uh, probably 6.40, um, around the corner, uh, taking the kid to school. And I look up and I see some smoke, some dark smoke. I'm like, okay, something's on fire, right? Not really tripping off of it. It's Santa Ana season, you know, and, and you know, pause for the cause. About a year ago, two years ago, I told my employees, I was like, man, these Santa Ana winds is kicking up kind of hard. And they were like, really? Have you ever felt Santa Ana winds? I was like, yeah, man, I've been in California almost all my life. They said, you ever live near Santa Ana? I was like, touche. Okay, I got you. I got you. They really kick up around here. So anyway, they was kicking up on the way back. Now I see more smoke and a whole lot of red. I'm like, okay, something's on fire. That was by 7 a.m. by noon, you know, raging forest fire. Um, by four o'clock, things are shutting down. They're evacuating homes. Mm. Um, I picked up the kids, told them, hey, pack a bag, right? <laughs> We're going to keep it by the door. Matter of fact, if I open the door, you're going to still see the bag packed, um, made a hotel reservation, the whole nine. It's like, you know, you know, you never know. And um, this afternoon, I got to notice that, you know, the it was two blocks away from me, smoke, not fire, two blocks away from me, the evacuation zone. Then today, around four o'clock, it rolled back to three blocks. Around six o'clock, it rolled back some more. And right before we started tonight, it rolled back again. So, you know, most of the areas that were evacuated around where I am are now, everyone's back in their homes, praise God. Um, I don't think we lost any homes in this area, praise God again. Yes. Uh, there was one uh, home uh, lost, I believe in Yorba Linda. Um, and I pray that that family was not anywhere near the home and that they have insurance and that they will be fully restored. Yes. But um, as for me and mine, I told them, keep everything packed until tomorrow. You know, everything is cool tomorrow. We'll let it go. But this is why, so that's been my last couple of days, right? Um, right. Today, I was wishing for some chocolate and some marshmallows because I was in my office and all I could think, all I could smell was a campfire. I was like, I just need some s'mores. And I'll be <laughs> straight. But this is why I bring that up. And, and yeah, this is part of my check-in. So a um, couple like six months ago when we first got started in one of our early episodes I, I threw a, a you know hey you got um five minutes to get you and yours into one room of your house what room would it be and what would you take in with you right and a lot of people were that were evacuated in my area were evacuated because of a thud on the door the police was there saying you got to go you got five minutes right and I had a little more time than that but you know with Knowing you have limited amount of time to pack up what's important to you, what do you grab? I mean, you know, what, what do you eventually say, this is not important, I, this can be replaced. What can be replaced and what can't be, right? And, and, you know, you can answer it, you can dig into it. I can kind of share what I, what I took with, with me and mine, um, or at least what's still sitting there. Um, but it, it, it gives you a quick chance to evaluate what's important in your life, man, and, and what things you got to have versus what things, hey, this can be replaced. Oh, yeah, man. I, I'll go there. I'll go there. Um, I would bring important documents, birth certificates, social security cards, passports. I would take my weapons, right? <laughs> they coming with me with ammo. They're coming with me, right? And if I would take my electronics, not my TV off my wall, I'm talking about I'll take my laptop and some chargers and my phones or whatever else, right? And after that, it could all go. Everything else is insured, right? Um, because we're talking a fire, right? You're talking a fire. Even if you're talking an earthquake, if you're talking a national, uh, national, uh, natural disaster, right? It's okay. Um, you're still in a city. The city still has, you know, even if you drive 60 miles now, you're in, now you're outside of that that area, right? And you could get a hotel somewhere. You get food somewhere, right? Right. Um, I don't. I would in that situation that you were in, right? Because they were evacuating um, places close to you. I would just take those things, especially if it was if it was um, short notice. But I already told you before. 
my wife and I, we got our go bag already. We got, we, we, we ready, we military ready, right? And so we got go bags, we have stuff saved where we could just snatch and grab. I know that I, I suggested that to you before. Um, I wanted to, I want to hear whether or not uh, where you're at in regards to your preparation for something like that. Well, if something happens right now, I got stuff by the door ready to go. <laughs> but what it did, and again, because I instantly thought about that because I was talking to you. I think uh, Eric was on the show at that time and he was like, oh yeah, I'm ready. You know, I was like, man, I'm not ready. I'm kind of jealous, you're right. And that's where that conversation ended. So, you know, my commitment to myself um, is, you know, by the end of this month and, and the end of this month is this week, to, you know, as even I'm unpacking, I want, you know, a go bag uh, for me and the boys, uh, complete with all the things that I would need to get to have, plus a little room to grab that last minute essential, which I already know what it is, but it's the stuff that I'm using day to day, throw it in there and let it go. And that includes, you know, birth certificates, social security cards, um, passports, all of that good stuff. So that we gotta go in an instant, we just go and uh, grab the bag and go. So, um, so I'm recommitted to that for sure. Um, what it really said to me though is, you know, uh, someone asked me yesterday evening, I think. So, what happens if the fire, you know, engulfs the house? Like, it's just the house. I mean, you know, I pray that that God has it skip my house, but if He sees fit to burn it down, I'm thankful that He told me to get insurance back in the day. So, you know. It is what it is. I'm, I'm, you just can't be concerned about you know what may or may not happen when really your priority is your health, your children, you know, and so forth. I already grabbed the essentials that I need, and I'm bouncing. So whatever happens behind me is just gonna happen. Yeah, man. I um, something else I would include to, in that bag and that in that my go bag or that evacuation would be um, some petty cash, man. You know, uh, hopefully everyone has some petty cash laying around. I wouldn't recommend anyone have a large sums of cash in their house. Don't put it in your mattress because mattresses do burn. And <laughs> in a rush, it might be difficult to to put that mattress in that nice car, that nice <laughs> car that you got, right? <laughs> but um, I also would recommend people grab like, you know, have it all together, man, and be ready to, to snatch and go. Um, I am curious, though. Because some people were like, oh, I need my hygiene kit. I need my I need my my favorite jeans and my jacket, right? And I'm thinking all of those things are replaceable. All of those, all all of it is replaceable. You could go, you go two cities over and you could get yourself a brand new hygiene kit, right? You could get yourself some brand new jeans if you need, right? But I wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to be um fumbling around in your closet trying to grab some 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 clothing items for tomorrow's meeting right virtual meeting um when your house is burning down right tomorrow's virtual meeting is is not no longer a priority um making sure that your family is safe is the priority but i am curious what the kids pack so tell me what what did the kids pack man do you know what's in their bags i don't but what i told them um you know pack enough for a week you guys got plenty of clothes so just throw some clothes in the bag you guys got all that and uh, you got a backpack, grab your electronics, right? Because that's the stuff, although it is replaceable, <clears throat> that's urgent for them, you know? And um, they don't have to worry about grabbing petty cash or right, right, you know, right. things like toiletries and all that. You know, I got all that in my kit for them. Um, so yeah, they grab their clothes and um, the younger one, he finally understands that grabbing clothes means socks, t-shirts, underwear, pants, shorts, shirts, the whole nine before, you know, I'd send him somewhere for the weekend and he wouldn't take no draws. Be like, oh, I forgot, you know, that type of thing. So he's finally under the the uh, understanding that uh, these are the things I need to take and and they're good. So um, the one thing I'm gonna point out and then I'm gonna, I'll, I'll pass it over to you is I think um, as I figure out my go bag, my go bag is items that will allow me to get through the next few days um allow me to um not have to go shopping immediately you know and again including some petty cash so i don't even have to go to the bank i know that when i grab this bag i'm ready to go um 
that's, I wake up, there's a fire in my house. I'm grabbing the kids. Let's just go. The bag's already in the garage. And it's the last thing I grab, throw in the trunk and we out. Mm -hmm. um, somebody gives you 10 minutes to pack. You already know you got the essentials in the go bag. So maybe that favorite jacket, you might, you can go ahead and grab somebody. You can grab this. You can grab that. You can grab things that aren't urgent, but right. blah, blah, blah. You know, you got to leave tomorrow. You know, that's going on a trip. You can actually move some stuff to a different area and relocate things and blah, 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 and plan properly. I think the point of it all is, you know, what happens if you are on the spur of the moment? What things pop up in your mind as most important to you? And, what, and the really reason I bring it up is because obviously over the last couple of days it allowed me a chance to think of it or to think about it. But really, it's a, it's a lesson for all of us as, as you know, what's, what's most valuable in your life and what lessons are we trying to teach? What lessons do you want to show to those that are listening to you about, you know, um, what really matters, right? And so when people were talking to me, they was like, but you have a nice house, you have nice this, you have nice that. I'm like, yeah, but it's just stuff, right? And, and I have insurance. And even, you know, Preston was kind of well, but dad, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose that. I'm like, but, but you, you keep talking about you want to get more stuff and you want to save and get this. You want to save and get that. I mean, if all the stuff's gone, that's about as more stuff as you're going to get because you can start all over again and build it how you want to build it. So it's like no stress. And so people really, people around me calmed down because they saw how cool I was about the whole thing. And so I really saw it as, as, God's light shining because, you know, I just, I didn't put any thought into it. I put no concern into what could or might not happen um, and just trusted in the fact that, you know, he's in control anyway. Hey man, I, I love the fact that we do these PSAs, man. I love it because a lot of people don't think about these things. By the way, I'm taking my brothers from the 818 sign with me. Right? <laughs> I'm not running back in the house, but if I, if I see it on my way out, I'm grabbing that ticket, grabbing, right? Yeah. Um, um, my PSA would be like, if you have immediate evacuation, you grab your bag. If you got five minutes, you might even want to take a, an award or a document off the wall. You know, um, if you got, if you got 30 minutes in my mind, 30 minutes is a lifetime, right? Um, if they give you an hour, forget it. I could pack the whole house, right? right. Or whatever, whatever is essential is, is going. I, in fact, in, in an hour, I could throw some stuff in one vehicle, drive it five, 10 miles away, right? Um, okay. and come back and, and, and grab the other vehicle, load that vehicle up and, and stage them, you know, outside of the fire zone and then grab the other vehicle and, and, and do it that way. But an hour is, is an awful long time. Um, but we, we need to make sure that we continue to um, so speak on these issues, man. Public service uh, announcements is really important because often people are not thinking about it. When, when I mentioned it, I don't know, five or six months ago, you were like, oh yeah, that sounds good. And now reality hits again, like, oh, now I need to do that. Regarding your, regarding your boys, I think it's a great idea for them to, to, um, to grab their electronics. It's almost like a, um, it's almost like a, a blanket or a teddy bear, right? If, if everything that else that they had was gone, you want to ensure that they have some things to comfort them. And for children their age right now, comfort or distract them, right? And so um, children their age, a, a, a PS, a, a PlayStation, a, a Switch, a a gaming, a, a something, some electronics, something would be a, a wonderful electro, a, a, a wonderful distraction for them, yeah. and and that will do wonders for their mental health as they are going through this very traumatic experience. So, um, so that's my thoughts on that. But as as since we're talking about the PSAs and and and, sh and things that come out on our podcast, um, last week we shouted out Valerie. Have you heard from Valerie? I talked to Valerie. She hadn't listened. And so I just kind of spoiled it. I was like, I'm going to need you to listen to the show um, and so forth. And she's like, I hope y'all not talk about football because I don't want to hear that. I was like, don't worry about what we're talking about. I just need you to listen to the show. So she said she would. I haven't heard. I haven't talked to her since then, though. Well, Valerie, again, we're talking about football. 
And we're talking about baseball. We're talking about Valerie. By the way, the 49ers won last week, Valerie. So I'll put that out there too. Um, but all right, go ahead. <laughs> um, um, there's some other things I wanted to, to do with my check-in. All right. That's okay. Um, my oldest is in town. Um, um, so my oldest is Don't in town. And um, she she sat down and watched the baseball game with me, man. That was a that was a great joy. You know, she lives in Atlanta, and we beat Atlanta last last series. And then um, people in Atlanta is still chirping at her, uh, rooting for rooting for the, the Rays just because uh, they're playing against the Dodgers, just hating, right? And so it was it was nice to see her uh, um, chirping back at them and coming out on top of that of of that uh that, that little rivalry that they had with that she had with her fellow uh uh uh, uh georginians right um and so um so that was cool um and i know i i really don't want to get into politics this week i really don't we're a, um a week away from the election right um but I do have something to say. Okay. All right. Um, which which comedian? Oh, that's Eddie Murphy. I was walking down the street, right? Minding my own business, right? I walking down the street, minding my own business, right? Walking down the street, right? So I was I was in my office minding my own business, right? Mm-hmm. And a coworker comes to the door and start talking about 45 and um, Joe Biden. And I was like, okay, well, I've had a lot of conversations with this, with this coworker. Um, I, we, we, our views are aligned as it, as it pertains to uh, Trump. And as we continue to talk, I realized, am I tripping? Is this person, <laughs> is this person aligned with Donald Trump? Right. Have I misread our all of our previous conversations? Because this is someone I have a lot of respect for. This is someone right. that is is intelligent and and very objective, right? And what threw <laughs> what threw me was when this person said, "Oh, Donald Trump is not a racist." Look at my face, bro. Look at my face. <laughs> when she said Donald Trump is not a racist. By the way, I had, I had, um, I had um, two Latino brothers in the office. I hear I am African American. She is not one of either one of those, right? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course he's a racist, right? Right? And and she was like, no, he's not. And uh, what they say about Charlottesville? Did you hear the entire quote? And because the entire quotes uh, denounced, uh, did denounce them, I said, the hell with Charlottesville. The man has called Mexicans and Chinese out of their names, right? He, he, he called Blacks out of their names. His track record, besides just Charlottesville, right. is atrocious. What are you talking about? The man is not a, raci- a racist. And so I went there and like a lot of Trump supporters, what, what, what I saw in, in my, after my response was like a, a pivot. I wish I, could, I wish I could do it on, on camera. It was like a, a shift, right? And the shift was, oh, what about um, Joe Biden's um, sons and all of his money? Uh, and I said, wait a second, what are you talking about? I said, so you're no longer talking about Donald Trump being a racist. Another pivot. What about the Clintons? And what about the Clinton? I said, the Clintons are not running for vice president. And Joe Biden is a, and then, and then here, here's another pivot. And Joe Biden is a, is a, it was, was hanging out with the, with the Klansman. I said, are you talking about in the sixties? Are you talking about are you talking about the Klansman in the '60s? That uh, the senator? Are you talking about the man that was a, a, a also a senator with with Joe Biden and that has de- de- denounced uh, the, the denounced his uh, his and 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 stated that um, 
his involvement with the Klan was one of the worst mistakes of his life. But you're talking about something 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years ago, when this man right here, the president of the United States, is a bold-faced racist, and I heard him say racist things no more than two weeks ago, but you're talking about something 40 years ago? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? And anyway, so I, I really don't want to go into it. I just wanted to get it off my chest because that's what we do on this podcast. I wanted to do it in a check-in and without really elaborating on it, but people are coming out the wood woodworks and it makes me, the reason really why I wanted to speak on it is because it makes me question other people's diet in regards to what they're consuming. What are you looking at that, that would suggest that Donald Trump is not a racist, a bigot, a misogynist, a sexist, right? <laughs> An elitist, right? What are you looking at that says that he's not divisive? And, and then the the um, the buzzword for the buzzword, the hashtag is, oh well, um, Joe Biden is going to make the America uh, a socialist uh, a socialist nation. I'm going to spin. I'm spinning, and I'm going to come back and say, wait a second, this is still a democracy. Right. Joe Biden's. If Joe Biden is, is is elected into the presidency, right, uh, elected as as the president, um, we still have Republicans in the Senate, Republicans in, in in the House of Representatives, right? We still have our democracy, and it doesn't mean that our our republic it becomes a socialist nation, right? right? But but this is the same rhetoric that you hear over and over again depending on what you're eating, right? And who you're eating with, right? And so I just want I needed to get off my chest. Thank you for letting me vent. Thank you for listening, man. And I'll be quiet on that subject. Well, let me just say this. One, I applaud you for engaging. A lot of people, when they hear BS, they just kind of wave it off and be like, get on with that. And, and that's that. And people feel empowered to go with that same argument somewhere else. And I think the way you attacked it was perfect. Be like, you know, Okay, so when she realized she wasn't winning the Trump is a race is not a racist argument, she shifted to Joe Biden's son, not to Joe Biden, but to mm -hmm. Joe Biden's son. And then, but Trump's not running against Joe Biden's son. And then flip to the Clintons. He ain't running against them either. Obama either. Let's just get that out the way, right? He's not running as vice president. He's running as president, right? And then even the, well, he was hanging out with such and such. Okay, yes. 40 years ago, he was hanging out with somebody who at the time was affiliated with a group that since then he's more than denounced and talked about it's the biggest mistake of his life. A month ago, Trump talked about the Proud Boys and told them to, to stand back and stand down or whatever he said. In a later conversation, he came back and denounced them, yes. But it doesn't undo the fact that what he told them is chill out and wait. That's what stand back and stand down means. Chill right. out and wait, right? So whatever, man, I'm proud of you. I'm glad you engaged. It would have been one of them that I would have just been ready to be like, man, come on, now. come with something, but. I got one other thing, man. All right. All right. You're talking about Joe Biden, the racist that is hanging out with the Klansman 40 years ago. Are you talking about the same Joe Biden that served as vice president under the first African-American black president of the United States, who then subsequently this year has elected a, a, a African-American woman as his VP running mate? Are you talking about that racist? That racist? Yeah, that racist. Uh -huh. yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? Shut up. Right. And if you make it, if, if you can make that argument, my thoughts, my thoughts are, I'm losing respect the more air you take out of this room, right? I, every, every breath that you, that you continue to breathe and talk about this stuff, I lose more and more respect for you. Right. And I would wish that we could just end this conversation. And in fact, you know, I'm in office now. I, I, my, door had, my door has hinges on it, so I could just go, uh, all right, wait, get, let me get my jacket and just close the door, boom. <laughs> <laughs> be like you know my plants may appreciate your carbon dioxide output but it's really pissing me <laughs> off so i'm gonna need you to take it. it somewhere else so yeah so, 
Look here, man. I, you know, I think, you know, for all of you out there, we're not going to keep you long tonight. I do have a second part to the PSA. And then we want to talk about it's going to lead into some stuff we're doing next week. And we're going to let y'all be at least that's the intent. But but let me tell you, first of all, Caleb, I still haven't got my ballot. Right. <laughs> so um, hey, the next, next think, week is the election, man. Know, next right, week. Right. Okay. So, so like a week ago, I don't remember if it was last week I said this or the week before, I was like, well, where's my ballot? I'm watching the commercials right. and they're like, oh, go online and you can track your ballot, including where it is, right? So I did and I told this story. I went to a website called Ballot Tracks. You put in your information. They said, your ballot was mailed. Uh, it should take five to seven days to get, with you, get to you. And so I was like, well, when was it mailed, right? Because if it was 14 days ago, we got a problem. If it was three days ago, then I'll just be patient. So I'll say, well, when was it mailed? They said, your ballot was mailed. It should take five to seven days to get to you. Same response. I was like, all right, whatever. Not really tripping, because I'm going to vote. I'm going to figure out a way to vote. So today I get an email from Ballot Tracks, and this is what it says. I'm not going to read it to you, but I'm just going to tell you. We have not received your ballot. If you've mailed it in already, check this website, see where it is, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, for real? You haven't received it? Me either, right? Mm -hmm. And so anyway, within that ballot, uh, or within that email was a website, and it was like, here are your options. And so that's what I want to tell you all about today. Um, if anybody's out there that has not received their ballot, right, because it is so important, and I'm not even going to dig into this, I've said it for the last three weeks, the, the, the fact that you vote this election is so paramount, is so crucial, and if you're on the fence about voting, get off the fence. If you're, if you're like, well, it's not really that important, it is, and if you're concerned about where your ballot is in the, in the mail, and like, well, I didn't get it, so I guess I can't vote, you can all right. If you're registered to vote, which you can go online and check and see if you're registered, you can vote. So this website I went to, it's um, sos.ca.gov slash elections, elections slash polling place with a hyphen in between polling and place. What that will give you is a list of all of the locations you can go to uh, listed by county where you can actually vote. It has on election day, it has the early operating, the early voting days and when they are and what times they are and what time they close and what you can do. And then it even has the location you can go to if you just prefer to vote by mail where you can go and pick up a vote by mail ballot and bring it back home and do your thing. There is no excuse for you to not vote. And I can't really stress that enough. So I knew no matter what, I'm gonna cast my vote. If I got to walk to Washington DC myself and put it in somebody's box, I'm casting my vote. It was never an option. It was never a thought that I wouldn't. I wanted my ballot in the mail because all my people didn't got theirs and they calling me, you vote Dave? Hell no, I ain't voting. It's like I ain't got, I, I don't have anything to vote with. It's important you vote early. Yes, yeah, important you get a ballot, right? So. Now that I figured all that out, you know, now that process in my mind is easier. But, you know, today I even considered I'm going to go pick up my ballot so I can vote by mail. But honestly, I never wanted to vote by mail. I actually like going in somewhere, point, putting my ballot in a box that looks official and trusting that that box is going to make it to its location. I trust a physical presence more so than a mail anyway. But that's just me. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying my own preference. But I found out that because I am registered as an early voter on the October 30th, I can go in as early as 7 a.m. to this location and cast my vote because I am a registered voter. And dang it, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So that's my PSA for all of y'all. You make sure. And as Kayla mentioned, we love to do the PSAs, especially now. We've been pumping that up for the last few weeks. Don't not vote because of circumstance. I'm not suggesting that somebody jacked my mail. I just really don't think that happened. What I am saying is I didn't get no ballot. And for whatever reason that is, I didn't got every leaflet, pamphlet, voting guide, and, and everything else except an official vote by mail ballot. And, and you know, whatever, I'm gonna cast my vote because me not receiving that piece of paper is not gonna stop me from fulfilling what I need to do for this election. Bravo, brother, bravo, man. Another PSA, man, well done. I don't think that we made it in in the in the 55 seconds that we were asked to to to, to put it by the by the networks, but the PSA was right. well done, and I agree with you. 
you know, in a perfect world, I would love to just stand in that line um, five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 35 minutes, 40 minutes at the max, I don't want that, 40 minutes at the max and, and, and be in the, in the building. I don't know, what do they call it? The voting, the voting place, right? The voting location and, and be able to cast my, my, my vote that way, my ballot that way, right? I would love that, right? Um, but once you get to 45 minutes, I'd be looking around like, hey man, where can I drop this? Like, right, right. <laughs> where can I drop? Maybe I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I um I love I love the PSA. I would add something to some to something you said is that if you are on the fence, what the heck are you on? What are you waiting for, man? There's enough in some information and substance out there for you like even last 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 week's um debate all of the other subsequent um interviews right. what you waiting for you're not going to hurt hear anything new you're not going to learn anything new right so go ahead do your research and make a decision what are you on the fence for yeah. um i can tell you what joe biden is not going to change much between today and next week um, he ain't changed very much between in the in the previous twelve years that I, I've been been uh, uh, aware of him under the Obama uh, administration and the four years since that that uh, President Trump has been in office, and Trump will not change one bit between this next week or the next four years if we're if we are foolish enough as a nation to elect him as president again, we're gonna get we're gonna get more of the same and 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 probably even worse. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and vote. There it is. So two things, man. Um, one's on topic, one's not, then I wanna jump into next week and then I'm gonna say deuces. So right. you brought up not gonna change. I'm reminded of back in 92-ish, 91, 92, me and uh, Christopher's mama was in premarital counseling, right? With the pastor. Mm. And he looked at me, he said, David. I was like, yeah, he's like, could you marry her today just like she is? I was like, mm-mm. Not at all. And so he asked her, could you marry David the way he is right now? And she was like, mm -mm. he needs to change. He needs to do blah, blah, blah. Mm. He looked us both in the eye and he said, y'all shouldn't get married. He's like, because people don't change like that. The right. person you're looking at, that's who that person is. Now, there might be an adjustment here because he wears white socks and dress shoes and you want to change that. Or maybe you don't like the way she wear her hair and she could change that. But the core of a person, the reason you marry a person, ain't going to change. And so the same way with Trump and Biden, they not going to change. There is nothing new that's going to come to light that's going to make you be like, oh, uh -uh, I can't do that. And if it is, it's just, uh, what's the word? Uh, propaganda. It's just political news and, and fake news and whatever it is about to, to make you adjust. No one should really be on the fence about who they're going to vote for for president. They might be on the fence about whether they're going to vote or not. And me, I just want to push you over to the side of vote, right? But yeah, and, and propositions. You might even be on the fence about a proposition because the bottom line is you haven't really studied and, and you want to see what's going on. But if you look at them, they're not that difficult to figure out. So the other thing I want to bring up, and I'm only bringing this up because you mentioned stand in the line. They opened up an Amazon Fresh in my neighborhood, right? So I don't know if you're familiar with Amazon Fresh. They opened up one in Woodland Hills some time ago. And basically their whole premise is you walk around the store, you just put stuff in your cart, you walk out, right? And it just calculates everything for you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they opened up one in my neighborhood. I was like, bet, I got to try that, right? So I'm, I pull up, I see the line, and it's literally around the corner. And not that bad. It's probably... It's long, it's too long to wait for the grocery store. So I go get in line, get up to the front area. And she's like, um, do you wanna use the smart cart or do you just want a regular grocery shop? I'm like, I wanna use the smart cart. I mean, I can go to any grocery store, right? So I'm like, I'll wait. That line takes another 25 minutes. I get to the front, she says, how many people? I was like, I'm just me by myself. She says, are you sure you don't just wanna go regular grocery shopping? I was like, woman, what's the purpose of shopping at Amazon Fresh and they have a smart cart if, I, yeah, this is where I want to be. 
Right. I've already waited in the line for 20 minutes for this card. So uh, give me the dang smart card. 45 minutes by then. Right. So that's where that comes from. So um, if you ever get the chance or if you come by here, I'll take you by there. But it was actually kind of cool. You can't do a lot of grocery shopping. It's for a medium trip. It's for people who like to go grocery shopping every three or four days. But basically, you open up your app, you scan the cart, and it locks you in. So it gives you a, a charge source and whatever. And you just drop stuff in your basket. It has cameras and the baskets with a scale. If you happen to pick up alcohol, it lights blue lights on the side. So everybody at the, in the grocery store know you're going to be drinking, right? Um, they got food like Costco, like a deli, you know, and, and prices are pretty good. And you walk through a lane and it, the cart stops and it says your new total is blah, 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 blah. Do you want to check out? You say yes. The cart and, is saying, the cart tells you or? Yeah, not verbally, but it's all on the screen. There's a screen oh, on okay. the cart. And uh -huh. there's Alexa devices on the edge. Alexa devices are along that says, hey, where's the garlic salt? It's on aisle seven at the end, at the bottom, you know? And, and so it'll, it'll help you out that way. But it was one, very inexpensive for Orange County. Two, it was just kind of cool to grocery shop with technology. And three, they have a policy that, you know, it, it's really not worth their time to fact figure and make sure that everything you have is in the basket and blah, 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 blah. Their technology is supposed to catch it. If they don't catch it, oh, well. I was just throwing stuff in. So when I got home, I, I saw a couple items in there that, yeah, that, uh, that uh, ultimately I didn't get charged for. I was like, oh, well, I ain't stealing Stop it. Thief. Stop thief. I put it in the basket. I went through the way I was supposed to go. When I checked the receipt, I was like, oh, I got that for free. It was like a, a, a top ramen or something. Wasn't nothing of any real value, but I was like, hey, it was all good. So Amazon Fresh, man, I'm not, you know, pumping up Amazon, but, you know, we all guilty of, of an Amazon box or two on the front doorstep. And especially since Amazon gives me 5% on all purchases and my credit card only gives me three, I'm gonna be spending some time at Amazon Fresh. Uh, and at least to see how the system works. So that's all I have to say about that. Hey man, that's a that's really interesting. Um, never heard of it, um, but I would I would love to experience that. And I was thinking that you know whether or not you you pull in, you putting stuff in there. How about if you pull stuff out because you said is is weighted as well. Uh, if you pull something, put something in there and pull it out, whether or not it's going to deduct that from it or, or not. And it something does. else when, with the blue light, you know, usually when I, when I, when I get some, uh, some alcohol in my, in my cart, I'm, I'm usually dancing and celebrating anyways. And, and, <laughs> and I don't need a blue light to, to right. for people right. to know that I'm, I'm about to get, get, get twisted. Right. right? Um, but it's interesting to to know that 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 they have the blue light and that's really cool um the last thing i'll say is i've been telling you this for um 32 plus another carry the at the okay about 38 36 37 almost 38 years that you're a nerd man the reason why you really enjoyed it is because you enjoy technology and i say i say nerd affectionately right um, you suck it up, right? You suck up the, all the technology, all the all the nuances of it all, right? Um, and that sounds as if like hmm, this is really interesting. I like the I like the you were probably checking out the 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 screen, the LED screen, right? Is it was it LED screen? How does the cameras work? How where is it scanning, right? You were you were into the technology of the process as much as you were um, going grocery shopping, and that's the reason why you didn't, didn't do the regular grocery shopping. I, and that's real. I go grocery shopping every week and it's just a routine. But I saw that it was open. I pulled over. I waited 45 minutes for the tech. That's why when she was like, you want to just use a regular cart? I'm an Amazon Fresh. I could use a regular cart as Tater Brothers. I mean, why would right. I be here right. just to walk in so I can buy some tomatoes? No, nah, man, I want to see what's going on. I want to see how the cart works. So it was cool. It was a cool experience, man. We're going to get to it, but I got I got another story for you, man. I got to share this. <laughs> So you call me a nerd, right? And and it ain't the first time and whatever, I ain't tripping. You know, I, I used to correct people, I'm a geek, I ain't no nerd. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, man, I, I misspoke, man. You are a geek. Either uh, way, either way. Right. So okay. uh, 15 years ago, uh, maybe 20, I'm over a friend's house. It's gonna leave it that she might see this podcast and cuss me out later. I'm over a friend's house and I'm working on a computer, right? And so her boyfriend called and was like, you know, hey, I'm coming over and blah, blah, blah. 
And she was like, oh, okay, because my computer guy is here. I'm like, we homies, right? And so I look at her, I'm like, computer guy? Okay, right, okay, no problem. So he walks in and I don't know what he was expecting to see, but he wasn't expecting to see me, you know, and all my bald headed, good looking glory, right? He wasn't expecting to see me. So when he came in, he's like, oh, you're the computer guy? I was like, yeah, man, you could just call me Dave, right? And I shook his hand and I finished up what I was doing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, old girl, I'm out. I'll see you later. And she was like, okay, well, bye. And so she said, bye. I was like, girl, don't be playing. You know, you got to give me some and grabbed her and pulled her super close, like tighter than I would hug her under any normal time, right? And was just like, mm, right? I was like, you always get the best hugs and blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, bruh. I'll catch you later, right? Uh, I said, you know, if you need something else, you let me know, you know, I'll come by here anytime, day or night, right? And just kind of hammed it up. Man, hour later, she was on the phone with me, cussing me out. How dare you do blah, 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 blah. I was like, call me a computer guy again. Call me a computer <laughs> guy again. <laughs> You'd have been better off talking about my man Dave is over here hooking up my computer and blah, blah, blah. I would have been cool with that. But you played me off, you know, as the computer guys. I was like, anyway, I don't even Amen. know if this is going to make it to the final cut. I just had to tell you that story. <laughs> Look, people, I'm never going to call you a nerd again. Well, I'll try not to call you a nerd again. I might call you a geek, but I will never call you the computer guy for sure, man, because that's a trigger. That is a you <laughs> salty. You, you knew you were wrong when you did it. You knew you were wrong when you did it. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. So look, people, like we said, you know, sometimes on the Brothers from the 818, you know, we just chopping it up and you never know what's going to come up. So, you know, that's that's a piece of that. But look here, we, we talked about, you know, the political game a little bit. We've been talking about that for the last four or five weeks and leading up to, and, and rightfully so, it's a lot of stuff going on. I appreciated Caleb's comments about what happened in his office today. And like I told him, a lot of people would have just walked away from that. And, and sometimes you got to engage with people just so you can give them that stance to let them know if you're going to take that BS somewhere, take it somewhere else, because you're not just going to get to lay it in front of me and I'm going to walk over it like it didn't just happen. Um, and then we talked about the, the, um, the polling, or not the polling, but how do you vote and what happens if you haven't received your ballot. And some of you live in zones where mailboxes are getting jacked. Some of you, we've seen many reports of, of, of mail, of, of postmen. I saw one today, a retired postman uh, is, got arrested because he threw away two crates of, of uh, ballots in Kentucky, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, so it's happening. We know it's happening. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that you have to cast your vote. Um, and, and just for your own sense of well-being so that you know that you had a part of this process. It also... Uh, opens up your voice. So you cast your ballot, you can say whatever you want for the next four years, either way it turned out because you participated in the process. If you don't, I'm gonna tell you and I'm gonna look you in the eye when I say it, mm. you got nothing to say. You mm. didn't participate in the process when it was time to use your voice, mm. you didn't. Um, so I'm, and I'm pushing not just so you can have something to say, but it's important that you vote. But that's all I'm gonna say about that. So let you know lob up next week caleb what what are we trying to do we do we do this on tuesday night um next tuesday night is the actual election night that's the night normally we're sitting in front of the tv um there's pre-voting and some people already mailed it in but the majority of the united states population is hitting the polls and we're watching the numbers as they roll in what's happening with us next tuesday well, um, hopefully you and I sitting in front of a screen, um, socially distanced, virtually six, more than six feet away from each other, different towns and, 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 and safe in our homes. And on election night, um, we're having this discussion. And what I would like to have is this discussion with um, a variety of people that uh, are interested in the, in the election and not just the presidential election, but, but the um, the political season anyways. And, and what I would like to have is Republicans, Democrats, um, um, some liberals, some, some conservatives, some, you know, everyone, I will, I will love to have like a panel of people, but you know what we do with the brothers from the 818. If it's just you and me, it's just you and me, right? And we'll do that anyway. Right. Um, and in fact, because we don't know what's going to happen 
um, after next Tuesday, election night, we might be back on here two days after. We might be back here two days after that, just because there might be some civil unrest or some issues with, with the election, or we might have um, the, the president talking about taking it to the Supreme Court and, and having them decide whether or not he should remain in office. And so we'll come back for that. But as for next week, um, I have um, at least one or two people lined up that would like to come on and talk about the election. And um, it'll, be, it'll be great for us to have um, those differing views to speak on, to speak on the topic. I like that. Um, I'm thinking back to our Father's Day episode when we had people just jump in and give a tribute and bounce out. Um, I think with the one or two people we got in mind, I think they're prepared to do a full show with us um, if necessary. And even if they do, we could still have people jumping in and out. I mean, it doesn't have to be engaged on a full 70 minute or more type of view. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, let's have the polls up. Let's see what's trending. Let's get some different viewpoints for some different folks, right? And again, just the same conversation you had in your office, you know, if someone wants to come on here and they're Republican and they're a Trump supporter, let's do it. I, you know, I, I'm truly bipartisan in that sense. If you got something to say, I really want to hear you say it. You know, as long as you educated about it, if you're just coming on to talk some trash, I, I'm not interested. Go pick up your own forum for that. But um, everyone knows exactly where we're, where we're aligned with it. And, and I don't want ever the, th the, the thought to be, well, we only pick up people who agree with us. or you guys are always gonna agree with each other. You can disagree. I'm not here to badger anybody, but if you're gonna come at me with, you know, why you're a Trump supporter, I'm gonna say, why? What's going on? Why do you support him? What's going on? If you're gonna come at me and say you're a Biden supporter, I'm gonna say, why? You know, um, I'm thinking of an old episode of What's Happening. Remember that show where uh, Dwayne was picking the best football team and won all this money. And they were like, he was talking about, I do the division of the math and I do this and I do that. And he says, well, how do you pick the, the winner? He says, I pick whoever has the prettiest helmet, right? And so if, if you're coming in here talking about, I just like Trump's hairstyle over Biden, you can keep that moving, right? But if you got something to say, I want to hear it. I want to at least be able to um, have a conversation about it. I'm going to use the word debate, but debate in a sense of let's just talk about it and, and let's you know, go as deep as we need to. It doesn't have to get disruptive. It doesn't have to be combative. It doesn't have to be argumentative. Um, just has to be an intelligent discussion. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, man. I, I, I think that you, I, as you normally, as usually say, I couldn't have said that any better. I would love to have some differing views. I would love to have people explain the reason why they voted the way that they did. And it doesn't just have to be on, on the presidential uh, race either. It could be other, some of the other, um, some of the other key, key items on, on the ballot as well. Um, and we can have a discussion. There's a lot of stuff that's on the ballot and depending on what city, it maybe it varies a little bit from here to there, but there's a lot of stuff that's on the ballot this year. Um, but having a, a uh, let's just say, um, a well-informed and educated discussion would please me because I want to know why people are making the decisions that they're making. Right, right. And I think, you know, we've had, well, I, I, I think we've had, but uh, we both had conversations with individuals over the last four years. Um, about Trump or about, you know, whatever he's doing and so forth and so on. Like I said, the, the business I went to a couple months back when I was getting my uh, car windows tinted, we had a great conversation about politics and he was a, a avid Trump supporter and he gave me his reasons why and I understood why he supported Trump. Like, again, it made sense according to him um, and he was just willing to push aside all the rest. He's like, because of this reason, this is what's important to me, and this is why I'm going to do it. Similar to, uh, we talked about last week, 50 Cent, right? right? Who has since changed his tone, right? Oh, wow. He's now said, I'm not going, I can't do it. I know what I said, I know what I meant, but I can't do it. There's no way I could ever vote for Trump, you know, forget the dollars. And I'm like, again, 
I'm good either way, whatever he decides, because his money doesn't affect me. My money doesn't affect him. I don't even buy his music, right? So right. it really doesn't, it doesn't matter. But I could appreciate him coming out saying, this is why I did it. I can respect that, mm -hmm. right? As long as you got something behind your decision right. and this is, you're just basically establishing what's important in your life. He came back and said, this isn't as important as a representation for who I am what I believe in the community that I represent. And he changed his tone. I respect that too. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same conversation uh, regarding pro-life and pro-choice, right? Um, it's the same conversation. If someone says that, well, this is the reason why, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I don't care about any of the other um, rhetoric and discussion, I'm 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 firm on on this topic, on this reason, and that's the reason why I'm voting. I could, I, I could understand it, right? My argument might be, but what about all the other stuff, right? But if they say, I've already, I've already, like you, like you outside of the Amazon grocery store, I already told you, lady, I'm here for the technology, right? I already told you, I'm here for, I, I'm voting because I, I believe in pro-life, right? There's no, there's nowhere else to go at that point. Right. And, and for me, I would understand it and I would receive it and I would accept it. The fact that someone, and I'm going to piggyback on something you said earlier, then I'm done with this conversation, honestly, because we're going to jump into it next week and possibly a few times. Um, I'm piggybacking on what you said about losing respect and the, the more air that they're pushing in the room, the more you lose respect. Um, and I know you're not saying this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The fact that a person supports Trump wouldn't make me lose support, lose respect for them. The fact that a Trump supporter would come in and say, well, he's actually not a racist. All right, so now there's this big hole that just opened up and your respect's pouring out. You better close it up quick. Rephrase that, say it a different way or something. What I, what I have a problem with, with a Trump supporter, a Biden supporter, anyone who feels strongly about any topic is when your arguments are based upon fake news, falsitudes, that's not even a word, but just anything that's not credible and you know it's not credible and you're grasping at straws just to make your point, yes, that respect line goes out the window quick and it starts spiraling. The truth is always the truth. There's different interpretations, there's just that and the other, but the truth is always the truth. And when you stand on it, the respect stands. When you try to build towers upon uh, lies and, and, and uncredible types of things, uh, it just, it falls apart. And that's what loses it for me. I haven't even met the particular young lady you were talking about, and I don't ever want to because of, you know, it's just like, you work with her, so you gotta be nice. Me, I'd be like, you yeah. know, so. For me, for me, you hit it on the head. Uh, the falsitudes, and I'm gonna quote it, right? The falsitudes, because um, the comment about, we're, we're, we're on one topic about, defending Donald Trump not being a racist. And then it pivots to Joe Biden being a racist. Where, where do you wanna go with this lady? Where do, I, where do I start? You're talking about the same vice president for Barack Obama? Are you talking about the, the vice president uh, the vice president that's running for president, for, for, for president against Donald Trump that has a, a, a black uh, uh, vice president, uh, a candidate, right? Are you right. which which races are you talking about, right? Are you are one of the same, or or are you talking about some something that happened forty years ago that that doesn't even that's not even relevant today, right? Those are the conversations that blows my mind, and I don't even know where to go with it, uh, and and it it puts it puts me in a position where I don't even want to have the conversation anymore. Right. because the respect is is dwindling right so just so you know in the in the dictionary falsitude does not exist but it is an urban dictionary so we qualify we're good hey man it's good man <laughs> we urban <laughs> we urban a one a if y'all don't know and if if y'all if, if 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 it's in question cross the cross the railroad tracks at San Fernando Road <laughs> and you find out that we are urban <laughs> we're plenty urban at nine one three three one all good. If the screen doesn't tell you, check out the area code uh, and the <laughs> code, and that'll give you all the urban you need to know. <laughs> I'm gonna own that stereotype. 
So uh, all that to say, um, tune in next week. Tuesday is going to be interesting. Um, you know, you should be in front of some type of screen anyway, because, uh, you know, what's happening as it's happening is going to be important. This uh, decision will not be made on Tuesday night. Caleb thinks it's going to be done. What did you say? Uh, the You said seven days, the 10th, mm -hmm. Friday the 10th or something like that? I said, I think, before the 15th. So I think I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at the tape just to be sure, because it's on there. Uh, look at the tape. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to look at the podcast. Well, more important than it's being on there, more important is that we have a meal and some drinks lined up for. That's, that's right. For, so that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. And we can meet in Santa Monica. That's about halfway. And we right. can go to BOA, man. I figure we're going to do it. Let's let's make it happen. Yeah. Uh, see if we can talk to waitress into giving us some more steak tartar. <laughs> just do oh, it. Last time we went there, we got that for free. Um, so anyway, um, so that's all we got to say for y'all, uh, to y'all about uh, politics and what's going to happen. Um, I bought a new shirt, hasn't got here yet, and that's all I'm going to say. Um, hopefully it's here by next week because I can't wait to wear it for the podcast. But uh, wait till you see it. You're going to like this one. I'm sure, brother. And I got an old shirt, but it's representing the, the, the new world champions, the Los Angeles Dodgers. So you guys keep that in mind what, across the nation. Big up to the world champion, Los Angeles Dodgers. Not mad at that at all. Not mad at all. Uh, let's get out of here, man. What you listening to? Anything? No, no, not, not, not playing anything, man. I've been listening to a lot of sports talk and I've been listening to a lot of children's uh children's radio, children programming, man. But I can't really say that I've, you know, in my office, it's like, uh, I'm not used to the, to, the, the, to the quiet. And at least one or two days this week, I guess it's only been two days this week, but one or two days since I've been in that, in my office, I've been saying, hey, man, I should bring in a speaker or something. I need some background noise. I need a I need an old plug-in radio that you could turn the dial and hear and hear the static as you go from one one station that's in in tune to the next and just keep that one on. Right. And so I'm considering doing something like that. Well, you know, I got a boom box in my office that does just that. It even has D batteries just in case you want to unplug it and go walk around. Um, so uh I've been going through my my list of you know just the top hip hop albums of albums of all time. I did a little Illmatic. Oh wow! Uh, I pulled out the Blueprint today, Jay Z, um, Outkast, Southern Playlistic, Cadillac wow. Funk Music. Did some of that. Um, you know, uh, Biggie's on there, Tupac's on there. I skipped them. They got normal rotation for me anyway. I've just been kind of bouncing around with some stuff that used to have us bobbing our head back in the day. A little old school goody mob before CeeLo went pop and, mm -hmm. and did everything else. And I um, can't believe I'm saying this. I was YouTubing and, you know, it's random stuff. Came across, uh, check out J-HUD's Greatest Moments. Okay. And my first step was, who the hell's J-HUD, right? So it's talking about Jennifer Hudson. Um, you know, she's a, a, a coach on The Voice. She's a coach on The Voice US and was on UK, uh, the, Vo the Voice UK. And she sings, like, there was a, uh, the segment they pulled up had her singing It's a Man's World with Tom Jones. Mm. Talk, about, talk about going back. Yeah. And I was just blown, man. I was like, the woman just got some pipes. I even asked my girls, like, you know, pipe for pipe, J-Hud or Fantasia? She was like, Fantasia, hands down. I was like, really? And she and she and she's a fan of both. And so she kind of went back and forth on both of them for me. And I, so I, I can't say I disagree with her because she knows more about Fantasia than I do and knows more of the history and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I've done some YouTube cooking on Fantasia as well. And yes, she got some pipes, but if you're ever sitting around not doing nothing, I'll send you the link and check it out. I mean, her voice is just phenomenal. So, and I think we all knew that. I mean, anybody's ever heard of Jennifer Hudson sing knows that she can sing. But it's one thing to have an album that sounds good. It's another to just sing, right? right. You're sitting somewhere and someone says, bolt this out and you just do it, right? And I'm just like, man, that's, that's a talent you and I will never know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I can still spit a sweet 16 if I absolutely need to, uh, with a couple tries, but to hold a note, nah, man, my, my note holder is a strainer. It, it's just going to leak out. So, 
you know, I always tell you, hey man, get out of my pockets, right? All right, and um, keep my 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 childhood. Get out of my shower, man. When I'm only the only time I sing is in my when I'm in my shower, man. And because I can't do it, I can't get down like that. But you know, I am a fan of both of those ladies, just because of popularity. Maybe I would give it to Jay Jay Hud and just assume that you know she's a better singer because she sold more albums, right? right. She won she's won more awards. Um, but when I think about Fantasia, I'm thinking like she's screaming into the mic, ah, right? And it's more screaming and not the not the finesse and the the, the milky silky ballads that 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 the way that Jay Hud could do it, right? Right. Um, and so that's the reason why I would say Jay Hud. But you know, I, I maybe I need to be uh, need to listen to some more Fantasia as well. I saw Fantasia in concert, and so I, I was with you, and I'm not anymore. You know, she was just, she was on it. And when I kind of threw up Dream Girls at my girl, I was like, come on now, J-Hud did Dream Girls. And she was like, Fantasia did Color Purple. And I was like, all right, let me shut up. Cause let me, let me just, you know, not even do the comparison. But you know, I'm gonna see you at some point soon. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll play a couple clips for you and, and see where you at. And we'll go from there. Anyway, y'all, um, like I said, we ain't going to keep you guys too long. You've just been kicking it with brothers from the 818. Like any other night, this is just a conversation we've been having. We tried to stay on point, but, you know, it's always something coming up. We went from politics to sports to Jennifer Hudson to Amazon Fresh to, you know, I mean, how far else did, how wide do you want to stretch this, this, uh, this uh, parachute before you just get under it and welcome yourself along for the ride? So, um Make sure you click like, subscribe, uh, click that little notification button on YouTube if you find the content engaging. Um, we are, I counted, we are on nine streaming platforms, about to be 10. You know who I forgot about? Amazon. We're not on Amazon uh, podcast. So we are now. I've submitted that. We should see that any day. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, 818brothers. We're on Instagram and YouTube at Brothers from the 818. We are the Brothers from the 818. Um, if you question our urbanism, uh, just look at the screen. You know exactly who we are. Um, you can see it. And if you doubt that, check the area code. If you doubt that, check the zip code because uh, ain't nobody not urban coming out of the 91331. That's just the way it is. Um, the rest of y'all, uh, we got mad love. We can't wait to hang out with you next week. We can't wait to see what happens with this uh, podcast. Um, I might film a little bit of me uh, uh, devouring that nice uh, rare steak that uh, Caleb's going to pay for with some drinks when I win this bet. Whatever the date is, it's on the last podcast. But the rest of y'all, um, be safe out there. If you're in Orange County, stay away from the fires. Um, uh, whatever you're doing, uh, do it to the full. Enjoy yourself, be safe, love yourself, love somebody else. Uh, Brothers from 818. Yeah. Out. Peace. Falsitudes. <laughs> UrbanDictionary.com. You are <laughs> down with the Brothers from the 818.